Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. We want to thank you for listening to our show out there, and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. I used to love just going and smoking weed during the holidays with all the homies and just getting together. That's something that's missed right now. You know what I mean? Oh, that camaraderie of just man. celebrating Christmas, a little eggnog and a blunt, a little Michelob light. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it, and for all those youngsters out there that are listening, man, hiding in the backyard, smoking one, you know, bef- and trying to wash your hands before you come in so you don't stink up the house. You know what I mean? You know that feeling too, you know, where you're like, you, you, you don't want to yeah. disrespect the Christmas party. But you sneak out back and you just get one in. Do you think it's still disrespectful to go to a Christmas party smelling like weed? Because it's been so taboo for years, yet you could be all fucked up, drunk as a kite, shit your pants, <laughs> At the party, fight. piss your pants, start a fight, <laughs> grab your friend's wife's ass, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, because he's drunk, but yeah. somebody smells like weed and hey, 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 come on. No, well, you know, I, I think that the stigma's <laughs> definitely changed, but in some environments, I would have to say absolutely. You know, if you walk into the judge's house and you're had dinner with the judge and his and his wife and family of course they're having cocktails you walk in there smelling like a lanyard just woo high as a kite you know what i think they're going to be disrespected and that's really unfortunate what do you think i i feel like in certain elements it's still that taboo right because i can think of, of like we all have to only think of our 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 atmospheres that we all hang around with right so when oh. when whoever your friends yeah. are it's going to be okay with probably a lot of people that were listening to, or that are listening to us right now. You may go though to another party at work. Sure, can you go show up? To your, but even at that, it's the quote unquote work party that nobody really knows about. But let's just say COVID wasn't there, and you're still going to a bigger work party. Can you still go and smell like weed? And it's cool now, which, and even if you're living in a state where if it's you fucking work, legal. If you work for Cannabis Talk 101, you can. <laughs> I mean, but, that's the one thing. Yeah, for but, sure. But, but I, I believe, though, Blue, 
that I think it's still taboo. more of a taboo and more of a, you can't just walk into someone's house or show up to the place still smelling like weed without getting a fucking Karen in the room. You know. Acting like, oh, smoking weed. You know, listen, I, I would say there's, there's a, a time and place for everything, but you have to think of it like this. Professional athletes, a lot of them aren't going to be able to have that Christmas party this year, but if they were and they came in smelling like weed, you know, does the coaches and the and the, the team managers and things of that nature start getting pissed off? I think so. I, I don't know. You, you, as you say that, the NBA, as you speak of professional athletes, the NBA continue their policy to not test players for marijuana. They're actually banned it, saying that we're not going to test it. And they let it be known. Yeah. It's still there, meaning you can't do it, right? It's sure. on the thing. You're not... You can get busted if you're caught smoking weed. Sure. But guess what? We're not going to test you. But if you get caught... You're off the team. You're fucking kicked. Well, you're suspended. Suspended, right. You're fined. But it's funny that you say professional teams when... What do you mean? The league said they're not testing us. Well, yeah. And I, I think there's, again, there's that fine line of, of the people that are out there, you know, that, that have these professional careers. I mean, you know, I, I know rampantly throughout Hollywood, it's been a thing forever. I mean, on, on sets, off sets, um, you know, you name it, it's out there, right? So, you know, on or off set, you're definitely going to be smoking weed or around it right but if you get into again an, a law firm that's not the pop brothers at law and you're coming to the christmas party smelling like weed and your boss has never smelt you smelling like that they're gonna definitely judge you and and not only that it may affect you your think job so? like say you have In a some job cases, at I mean, for, uh, trader joe's well, if you're, you're a truck driver, you're the truck driver. Yeah, you can't do that. Well, oh, no. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're you all saying. You ain't coming to the union jobs no. smelling like weed, probably. Well, 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 you know, my union, and, and back in the day when I was at 831, shout out to my uh, local uh, builders and trades, you know, we we all smoked every single break. The foremans, everybody, you know what I mean? And and my pops. But it wasn't legal still, though. It still wasn't legal, right. and it wasn't, it wasn't a thing. Now, you know. But we all just smoked. It was just like the untold tale. You know what I mean? People would tell on us, the exhibitors, and people would be pissed off. And like, these guys smell like weed. And they'd go back and brush guys it like off. Guys like Peanut over there just ratting you out. Even the Teamsters. All the Teamsters. You know, the Teamsters <laughs> were uh, were pretty, um, you know, uh, into smoking weed. And and doing a, 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 an array of other things as well. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> all day. <laughs> there he goes. The production, huh? There's Peanut. So, so... But but again, you know, if you're at your McDonald's Christmas party, right? Let's just break it down to a fast food joint, you know. And in my if opinion, if I'm at a McDonald's Christmas party and I'm smoking weed and you get mad at me, that's fucked up. No, but and Come that's on. and that's but 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 the manager, the manager that may not smoke or the manager that does smoke in the closet may want to carry a, a certain kind of etiquette and the the founders of of the actual production, uh, the founders of McDonald's would be pissed off as well from a corporate well, let, let's level. Let's just go through our lives, right? So you you said the union one. If you went to the union Christmas party, smelling like weed, would they give? Would they look at you funny? Could you possibly get the look? Not not the union. Not the union I was party. In. Okay. Not the union. So now I'm, I'm going to take. I was on a ladder and I smelled like weed. Oh, that's not good. Which which was plenty of the people there, and you fell. Well, that's at work. And you fell. The first thing they do is test you, and even if it's in your system, you know, when there's an accident in play, it's over, right? You're, you're now, it, it, you know, that's the thing. So we would never 
you know, bust each other or snitch on each other while at the job, even the foremans wouldn't, they would, hey man, you smell like weed, you're, you're per- I'm gonna switch you to another person, I'm gonna switch you out with someone else, and these people are making a big fuss of it. Go away. I can basically. only think of one gig that I had in the last X amount of years that if I went there smelling like weed, it would have been a little suspect is when I was slanging some insurance at AAA. Sure. And if I showed up there a little smelly, there was a little stint in my life of a couple years that I, that I slanged insurance, right? From entertainment to getting in the real world, whatever, whatever. But other than that, even all my entertainment gigs, like I think about up in the Bay Area, I worked for the show called The Doghouse. I was always loaded. Not only did I show up, you know, smoking weed, I'm popping pills, I'm fucking doing rips, whatever it takes. And then when I worked with Big Boy in in Los Angeles, I wasn't smoking weed at the parties, but our boy Sketch, we all knew Sketch was getting high, and I'd roll blunts with him, I'd bring some weed too, so Sketch and Marco, like there was other cats on the crew and the team, Yeah. yet none of us, ironically, on air, none of us smoked weed. Well, everybody on air didn't smoke weed. When I worked with Ryan Seacrest... And I went to a Christmas party at C- with Seacrest. He got me a bottle of Dom that I still have, ironically, too, which is funny. Just a random side story. But nobody showed up smelling like weed. There were some weed smokers in the in the room, but nobody did it. And I feel like out of that respect, I feel well, like Ryan's we're a, not going to go there well, at does this Ryan type of party. smoke is nah, the question. I, I don't believe he does. And if I don't he, know well, that well, so, sure, but. so, again, it goes back to that image, right? You start to think about Ryan Seacrest's image. Okay. Now he has such a good image in the world of entertainment. It's very difficult for him to get caught smoking weed in public because that would be viral news. TMZ would put him on blast. Everybody yeah, would have him. I don't think he does, and I think blast. I would have found out by now too. Which you it know, would be out there, but you know, maybe he does CBD and well, you know, and, but, and maybe he smokes in the privacy of his home. Yeah, maybe be, he does. because again, going back even to Matt Barnes when Matt Barnes was on the show, you know, Matt was like, "Hey, I have a deal with uh, ESPN, he, which is Disney, which is." ESPM and Disney and so I had to be conscious of my sponsorships and who I'm dealing with because of course you know uh, when we had uh, Jack Griffo last week you know who's a Nickelodeon who's a Nickelodeon star you know he's like you know realistically I'm not going to promote it on my page because I still have a, a responsibility to not promote it to the the Nickelodeon fans that I still have that are in that young age which I respect and you know, people can lose contracts for millions of dollars, dude. If you had a Coca-Cola endorsement and you get caught smoking weed, uh, you know, at a at a bar or something, and you're all over TMZ, you might lose that contract. And it's funny, Blue, because in 48 states, cannabis Unless is legal in one way or another, right? So you have 48 states that somewhat, no, 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 47 states, excuse me, that somewhat give it the thumbs up, right? Sure. And Nebraska, just to give you some breaking news, Nebraska's now put, about to put it on the ballot. So Nebraska was one of those ones I, get, I gave you that story a while back with the governor acting like an idiot and saying it's the taboo, it's everything else. Right. Nebraska's starting to make some moves right now. People over there are starting to see this, and, and I just uh, read an article right now, and I'm not fully clicked on it, but by 2022, they're looking at Nebraska medical marijuana initiative to happen. So Nebraska's finally getting like, okay, we're the one of three sure. states <laughs> that aren't fucking doing anything, cannabis. Anything. So that being said, with 47 states and there's still a taboo, right. it's still weird. Yeah. It's legal in one form or another, whether it's be medically or recreationally, and yet you can still get the Karen Stink Eye sure. from someone when you walk into a party at a holiday event or at dinner or... You know, say you're out to dinner with your friends and family and some group next to you comes up. It doesn't need to be kids. It could be fucking Mark and Craig Wasserman, the pop brothers at law who are in the 50s and 60s. 
Sure. And they smell like weed because they just smoked a joint outside. Well, so, so okay, you know, the thing is, is, is if they're coming as guests and they don't work for the company, it's a big difference too, right? If they, it, you know, your, your husband comes and he smells like weed and, you know, and you work for the company. Aren't you guilty by association though? You can be. Because if I took my husband there, they're going to think I'm smoking. Well, no, but you can be. And, and your husband would, would probably appreciate you taking him out once in a while. But I'll tell you that the, the reality, Joe, the, the reality is that. I'm keeping Mark Carnes at home. Nobody gets to meet him yet. <laughs> what a fantastic world we live in. So, so I, I, I'll tell you, you know, you have to pick and choose your battles again. You know, if you have. Uh, it, it, I'll tell you what, if we're, we're as blunt as it can be, right, we're, we're cannabis talk one-on-one, you know, and there was a point in my life where, you know, I was into real estate and, and doing, you know, real estate transactions and I never wanted to show up, never show up smoking doing up. a, a like real me. estate or, or raising capital or being involved with, with, you know, people. I never smelt like it, but when I was into rap, involved in rap and, and hip hop, I had a, a guy one time tell me, hey, I want you to help manage me. And he took me to Warner Brothers Records and, and we had a, a, a showcase for Warner Brothers. And he goes, he says, uh, he says, I want to take you, but I want you to know that I need you to change the way you're dressed, and I want you to not smoke any weed before you show up. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You and know, I, sometimes you got to tell each other, hey, man, we're, we're putting it on tonight. You know, yeah, we're, we're shooting and, up. And I, I didn't, at first, my ego was like, man, I'm not doing that, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, this is Warner Brothers. Maybe I should listen. And I did, you know, and, and I think that, that a lot of people sometimes are unconscious of their actions. And so by being in that, you know, it, it tends to throw speed wobbles in relationships. And it, it's even like if, you, if at our Christmas party, if everybody shows up and they're just shit ball drunk, I'm going to be like, damn, dude, what happened? It's like, funny. I look at funnier. I look at people different when they show up drunk like that. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Well, you, like, uh, slow down. Like you showed up drunk yeah. to the party. Not, like, you're already like, drunk. You didn't, you didn't get drunk at the party. Yeah. Well, how about the guy that just gets so loopy drunk, and and that affects people too. Like like we've seen it in in so many so many circumstances. And as an owner and a boss myself, I've seen it with employees. I've I've showed up. Well, you like, had to deal Whoa. with Pitt for years. Well, I mean, Pitt's the worst, but you know, <laughs> you know, I think just thinking of it in in the thought that a lot of people do not consider their surroundings when partying and it sometimes is the end of their legacy with that company. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Has the stigma changed at Christmas parties and parties throughout the world? You know? About funny. smoking Dinners cannabis. Showing up. Or if somebody comes to your house. <laughs> you know, I, if somebody comes to your house, let me ask you this one. If Are you ready for this? Comes, no, no, okay. let, me, let me ready. Ready for this one? One of your homies comes over to the house and his 16-year-old son smells like weed. Oh, that happens already. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, no, not I just, have 16-year-old no, no. kids. I know. Kids. Not yeah. your not but it's not your 16-year-old boys. It's your friends, and they're just meeting that 16-year-old for the first time as well. So, okay, when you... That's a little, that's a little different scenario now. First of all, when you, when you have 16-year-old kids, it's not like... In some of them, it is where you know the parents. But the majority of the 16-year-old kids that come over to the house, you don't really know their parents at this age. I'm saying these are your parent friends. No, no. Right, right. I'm giving you a scenario. Uh, your, you, your, your, better yet, know. better yet. You ready for this? Your wife, her co-worker... Comes over to the house. Right. She brings her son that's 15. And you catch him right handed smoking weed. No, no, weed. not catch him. And, he's, and yeah, he's in the backyard. He went for a walk and he comes back smelling like weed. I go, I go Is back. Is it funny? I go to the back. I pat him down. I take his weed. <laughs> and hey, give it to your homie, boys check it out little homie let me see what you got where's it at where's it at boom boom thank you but is it, is it my, my point to the <laughs> story is is it funny you know is it no awkward? it's not it is awkward I'll, I'll tell you it is awkward right ab- absolutely see that anytime there's even with your own son but, you know or daughter but, but how many parents sneak the kid a little drink of wine Sneak a little drink yeah, of beer. Yeah, no. In my house, you know, my grandfather had me drinking at 15, um, you know, and, and right in front of the whole family. Mijo, come here, take a shot. Um, you know, it's the holiday. And I think the first time it was wine, the second time it was a shot. Um, and, you know, I didn't like alcohol. And I didn't yeah, early like, on, we could drink too, and I didn't really care for it either. Not only that, I, I didn't like it because... Uh, I seen what it did to my family. Like I seen at every single my household. This is me, you know, and, and every single Christmas and every single uh, Thanksgiving up to you know a certain age. I mean, you know, it stopped, but up to a certain age, we full on fist fight. 
The rights were wrong. The whole there was the Negron <laughs> family, my mom's side of the family. You know, all my uncles um, would be there, and my the first time it happened, hardcore Puerto Ricans. Oh, mom's dude, side. It, 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 it was always it was always you know okay. My uncle's a Rams fan. My buddy's uh, my buddy uh, uh, over my, stupid shit. My buddy's uncle is a is is a uh, uh, a different fan, Raider fan, whatever. And he, he popped my uncle's hat off his head. You know, he flicked it, and he's like, "You guys have no chance," or something. You know, or whatever. All right, you know. And my uncle just laid him out. Boom! I mean, he was on top during the holidays. Of him. I don't know how many football you know, fights happened like that. Yeah, I mean, and then and then it was uh, you know my other uncle. One of my uncles had came out as you know being gay. Uh, at the Christmas party, you know, he showed up with his boyfriend, and all of a sudden he had an announcement. Did it bother people? Oh, my grandfather. I mean, this is 20 years ago, by the way. So, you know, 25 years ago, right? My grandfather, you know, he was like, and this is my boyfriend. And within two seconds of him saying that, my grandfather had Wait, the dude. Oh, God, my God. My face. grandfather jumped across the table, took the man down, started swinging on Isn't him. is crazy how that used to be like that? The thing is, is he stood up and tried to swing. And everybody just broke it up. And they were like, Papa, no. You know, they like, no, you know, Dad, no. You know, it was, it was stop, right? But... When he's trying to swing on my grandfather, you know what now I mean? Now he's getting his ass whipped. Now he swung yeah. on, he had seven uncles there, I mean seven kids there. You swung on our dad? Like, no, dude. And it was just Rat Pack. And then the uncle was so insulted that the rest of the family had hit him. And I'm like, what did you expect? I mean, I was so young that I was, in, but now I look back at it. What do you expect? You know, you come out and, and, and announce you're gay. No, no, in, in today's day and age, it's no problem. But for Hispanic family in, in 25 years ago, it was a problem. And and so, and not all families, but but in ours, it was, you know. And I was 12 or, you know, whatever, watching this go down. If it would have happened, my dad would have even said something back in the day. Matter of fact, my dad remarried after my mom died and my stepbrother was gay. And before he even came out, he was like, this guy, I'm like, Dad, what's the big deal, dog? Let him stay in the closet. Well, right. Who cares if he's gay or not? Well, he lives in my fucking roof, and he just went like a fucking faggot. I'm like, dog, That's, what's your problem? Well, like, Dad, well, he's a fucking faggot. I'm like, Dad, no, I, are you serious? I, I, I thoroughly get it, you know, and, and right now, like, you know, you have to think more than ever, right? Like, now it's 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 a lot more acceptable. People, uh, the the culture has has changed, and it, it's it's more of a, a, a household name, if you will, to to be homosexual, gay, trans, transvestite, the, the whole thing's open. That's right? opened up, but yet you still can't come in smelling like weed. No, well, yeah, well I mean, the, the, the thing is, is, is hey, they're I'm bringing my husband, but I, I, I know you're gonna look at me funny if I smell like weed. What yeah. the fuck is wrong? Yeah, no, there's nothing right? wrong with it, man. And, and I mean, but know. nothing's wrong with either one of these. But for those who look at it wrong, is what I'm saying. Like the stigma hasn't really changed sometimes to so many people. That well, same sure. person that's gonna look at that person that walks in smelling like weed. Maybe okay with him having the boyfriend girlfriend, but you totally. can't fucking look at it differently. Well, when, and you might have looked at that person for having a boyfriend girlfriend, whatever it is. Sure. At one point, bad, but yet smoking weed <laughs> and it's legal. Well, the stigma is is again. It's I think in in Hispanic families, you know, Mexican, you know, heritage or, or Latinos, Chicanos, you know, for the elder population, man. It's no freaking way. I mean, unless it's for medicinal value and not in the sense like your your nephew or your niece or your family member smoking weed because, you know, it, it, even in my home, let me say this. Until my mom knew, like, 
it was cracked open. I was on stage and saying how I had allegedly sold cannabis to support my rap career, my home that I had, my house, my 7 Series BMW, until I said those things out loud in front of my mother. Ay, Dios mío. She had no, no she, 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 not that she had no clue, she didn't want to believe Right, and once when, once that happened, though, I did notice that my brother's son, who's 18 years old, you know, I I showed up to his house, unbelievable. He's smoking a joint in the backyard, and so now it's okay in my mother's home, you know. But for but anytime prior to that, before I actually came out and like laid all the tables cards came out, out the green closet and, and came out the closet, pinche marihuanos, pinche marihuanos, exactly. dude, and and no way, and no freaking way. With my mom, I would have, if one of my friends showed up to my mom's house, I'd be like, bro, you smell like weed, bro. You disrespecting my mama's house right now? Like, I will f you up. You know you what I mean? This reminded me of my mom as a kid. But now it's but medically. But now he's now medically. medically. Yeah. Yeah. And, I love and, it. Exactly. And not only that, I remember as a kid one time, my brother came home smelling like weed, and my mom looked at me and his eyes were all red, and she goes, is he smoking weed? And I'm like, I don't know, ask him. I'm not going to rat yeah. him out, but damn. I mean, mom, if you can't smell that skunk and see Anthony's eyes all red, what you want me to tell you? Man. With this look of, oh, God. You ever have him say, one, two, three. No, no way. <laughs> it's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late everyone, there was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All 
these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Mark and Craig, Pop Brothers at Law with Blue and Joe Grande. Here we want to give very special thanks to Pitt, Pete, Jennifer, Anthony, and Elvis for putting everything together. Joe, what's going on? Well, Mark, uh, thanks for coming back in, and thank you for dealing with putting out fires as you're a great lawyer and have to attend Appreciate a lot of people. You. But we were talking, Blue and I, about has the stigma really changed as the holiday parties? You know, some people are still having them, and let's just say COVID wasn't here and they were going on. But has that stigma changed of showing up and smelling like weed, bringing a buddy that smells like weed? And of course, Mark, it's so easy for us because it doesn't really affect us, but we're trying to look outside the box and don't sit there and only give the quick, fuck it, I don't care, it's the Pop Brothers at Law answer, which I know you don't as you're smoking a joint right now, but do you believe and feel that the stigma has changed or has not changed for folks that are going to a Christmas party or a social event? I think it has definitely changed. And, sorry, Mike. And, uh, you know, I, I, what I can point to, like personally, that I've noticed high school reunions that I've gone to. That's a good one. Oh, you know, for like 30 years or 35 years now or whatever it is. I say when I went to my 10 year high school reunion, and that would have been in 1996. 100 year reunion? 1996 would have been my, was my 10 year reunion. 1996. That's when I graduated, bro. <laughs> really? That's yeah. when California passed Prop 215. So I went to that high school reunion and, you know, I had, I snuck in with my can of my joints and maybe one or two people went out with me and smoked a joint. And then we covered ourselves with cologne so we didn't smell. Right. Well, you weren't the Pop Brothers at Law at that time, though. No, there was nothing. It, there yeah. was no such thing. It was right. just cannabis patient, right? And then, so then 1996. So then you go to 2006, and now maybe three or four people came outside with me. When I went to my high school reunion the last year, 25 people in a circle, you know, smoking my joints. Wow. Now, did you think all of those were, like, new smokers, or was it a different crowd, or were some of those people there the previous years and didn't come out with you? Majority of every majority of the people were people who never smoked. Wow. At 25, there were like maybe 15 people who were like, I'm going to do it this time. 
I mean, because every reunion, it'd be like, hey, Wasp has the joints. Who's coming? You know? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And then, but as the years go by, more and more people, you know, and I know speaking for my brother, We're he kidding. went. We're turning them over. We're crossing them over. <laughs> right. My brother went through that type of thing with his motorcycle club. When yeah. he first started with it, you know, 10 years ago, he had to go off wherever and smoke by himself. Now, you know, it doesn't matter and everybody accepts it. So sure. I think it's definitely it, it has changed massively. Yeah. And that's shown in vote. 179 million votes for cannabis. Right. This past election. Well, you know, there's still those Karens out there, though. You know what I mean? There's still those people you show up to a restaurant and, you know, there's a family sitting down next to you and they give you that look of, oh, I can't believe they smell like that. I I no longer care. I go into court. I don't put on cologne anymore. And usually nine times out of ten, it's, hey, that smells good. What's Where's that good smell coming from? Has the judge ever smelt you and gave you a look? Either good or bad. Any judge. I mean, I wouldn't. I've I've never been. Uh, it's never come up. You so know. But my, what about the, I, the deputy? Uh, you know, there the district attorney. I mean, you know, going through security. No one's. No one's ever said, "Hey, bro, like, what's you know, you smell good. Like, you you're doing too much. You got the gold, yeah." I I did get a comment from a bailiff once who uh, he follows the Pop Brothers at law. Sure. And he was like, I, "I know what you were doing in the car." <laughs> so you, you know what, what what they could try to get you on you know is is driving you know impaired or some of those things right i mean obviously you know your rights uh you'd probably be able to identify but, it, but but but, yeah. but but you know coming into court saying hey how'd you get here today mr wasserman and you're like i drove and they're like oh you smell like well, cannabis why would I answer that question, Blue? Yeah, that's what I was looking for. What if they weren't a, a cop as you're burning yourself? <laughs> it's not a sure. <laughs> How did you burn your vest? Oh, sorry, I'm talking and smoking at the same time. <laughs> Mark Washington's on fire, guys. Literally. <laughs> smoke me. No, man. You know, I, I just often, you know, for me, um, you know, I was just talking to uh, uh, Chris Frankino in here, and I was saying, you know, the the – the thought of it is like going into, uh, you know, with Mark Carnes as well. The thought of going into the DMV and smelling like weed while you're going to do something with your with your, uh, you know, driver's license. There could be a problem there, you know. And so, you know, you know, what about you, Chris? What, what, you, what you, you go in the DMV smelling like weed? All the time. <laughs> he said all. I'm, I'm with Mark. Fuck it. You know, if, if, they, if they don't like it, then I'm sorry. Yeah. That's your problem, not mine. So yeah. listen to this scenario, Mark. The NBA is no longer testing for cannabis, right? Even though it's still illegal. But here's the scenario. Do you think it's okay for the players to show up to a Christmas party at the team's organization yeah, buddy. smelling like weed? Do you think... Yeah. Of course, I mean, I, I don't mean, know. Of course, I, th- I, I think it's okay. I think it is too. Listen, but if you make... Does your coach look at you and go, hey, I'm glad you smell well, like again, a fresh blunt. Again, the management, the coaches, the staff... Uh, I don't def- know. Def- I don't know the may, answer. May, may or well, may on. not. I, I'm going to make a point. One point. Joe, me and you are hanging out. I'm smoking my joints. You're smelling like pot now. You walk in, you smell like pot. What does that mean? You smoke pot? No, you're you're absolutely no, right. I, I agree with that no. scenario. And, and, but but will they judge you? Is the question. I mean, you know, it, Mark. I would say that, and I thoroughly mean this. If you're a CEO, 
if you're a um, a major league baseball player, uh, 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 the biggest actor, and all these other things, and you smoke weed, you know what? I would almost bet you get the pass every single time because they look at it and go, God, he's the rock star. What do you tell him? Yeah, I think you're right. You know what I mean? If that person works at Home Depot but if that and person, walks into the fucking Christmas party cha-ching. and, you know, hey, I work in lumber. And he's been and, and, and he's already on the edge of getting fired, that <laughs> that dude's gone. And shout out to my Home Depot folks, man. Yeah, hey, loving those my dudes, dad, man. before he died, worked for Home Depot. So, yeah. you know what I mean? All kidding aside. <laughs> it's a noble gig. That was his last gig. <laughs> Go ahead, man. I worked in Home Depot the first time I met you, Joe. Is it? You worked at Home Depot at the time? I worked at I- Home Depot when I was uh, eight. 18, 18 years old. And you met Joe. Met Joe Grande, T- yeah. Tell us that story, Chris. On the streets. Uh, real quick, let's tell us on that story. What was going on, man? <laughs> tell them the story, Joe. Well, I was on the streets of probably Whittier, or where were we at? No, it was uh, 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 Hacienda Heights. Hacienda Heights. Hacienda Heights on the corner City where I did the, uh, hey, what's up? It's Joe Grande over here, Power 106, Big Boys Neighborhood, on the corner of blah, 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 and Hacienda Heights. Come on down and win your tickets to whatever event. American Music Awards. American Music oh! Awards. I'm going to have a contest right now. So I throw a contest on corners, and Chris shows up, and I think the contest was Guy Girl. Yep. Kissy, what was the kind con- kissy chair? Hold up, hold No, you got you got you gotta have a sticker on, but that was the you know, the only thing you could have on essentially. And yeah, so it was who was really gonna get naked. There was a group of us and yeah, it came down to just me and one other girl who got naked and had a sticker on. But Joe didn't let make her get naked. He let her keep her underwear and, and, and her bra on, you know, that how chivalrous of him and but he made me get asshole naked, you know what I mean? He definitely wanted to see he, the, he, the he, balls and fucking he, the nuts he, and berries. He made you get completely naked? <laughs> completely asshole naked out in the parking lot of home people. Where I worked out the time. Hey, did it Where pay off? Though? At the did time? it pay off because he got laid that night? I did. So <laughs> so obviously we both want, ended up winning the tickets to the to the award show. We went there, yeah. met up with the chick while I was there. She got naked with time. you there. <laughs> she did. She did. Which I mean, I mean, not at the, not at afterwards. I'm saying in the parking lot. She got naked in the parking lot. Yes, but only down a long broad. time ago when you were able to make people do stupid things. And, and, and How hot was she? She was pretty hot. Oh wow! I mean, she was cool. Did she I, I work never... with you too? No, she, she did... was just there because she heard Joe on the radio and popped up and. And wow, you had a date and you ended up making it happen. You took it all the way home. It was, it was a good. It was a good show. And what was the America? Uh... American Music Awards. Wow. <laughs> what kind of nah. se- what kind of seats did Joe get you? Oh God, they were shitty, but it was the bleachers. You were in the building. I was on the building. Hey, but in the building, went to the awards show and <laughs> got some ass. It's cannabis talk 101. That's how we deliver. <laughs> and remember this. If no one else loves you, we do! (laughs) Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. 
I tell him to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.